the BBC would like to announce that the next scene is not considered suitable for family viewing. It contains scenes of violence involving people's heads and arms getting chopped off. There are also scenes of naked women with floppy breasts. Just so you know what you're in for. You've been warned. You know what's coming your way. Don't call and complain. No, don't. You clearly heard Eric Idle giving you that warning. All right. It's the Jim Lee Show, but Jim is on vacation. Mike and Molson filling in, and we could be on the verge of some breaking news. Yeah, there's a lot going on this afternoon. Uh, coming up at 440 today for us, we'll have Ryan Mann from the SGR. I'm sure we'll talk about the Big Ten's big announcement uh, that just came down, so we'll talk to him about that. Also, we're being told that uh, Joe Biden has selected his running mate and may announce it as early as today. So, do we have the do we have a soundbite from old Uncle Joe here? This is one, one of the classic Uncle Joe moments. One of my favorite ones. And if you don't realize what's happening, you'd have to set up what's going on here because it's yes. an audio thing. He's in Missouri, and there is a state congressman who uh, they were honoring at an event. The guy is in a wheelchair, wheelchair. Uh, but <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. Everybody stand, what, stand Show up Chuck what it's up. like to stand up. Go ahead. Let's Look, not, he can't stand. Show him what it's like. Let's not rub it in at all. Let's just stand up for him. <laughs> Here's a bunch of standing. Yeah. What do you think of that, Chuck? Huh? Huh? Uh, we're doing this Bet for you. Bet you wish you were one of these people. <laughs> we're doing it for you, though, buddy. Ah, uh, God love you. God love uh, you. Uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? <laughs> You're one of those guys in a wheelchair. Oh, my bad. <laughs> what was I thinking You're for a like second You're like Joe there? from Family Guy. My apologies. But uh, 6297970, with this announcement, maybe as early as this afternoon, with the VP choice being made by Biden, He's he said the choice has been made, just didn't know exactly when he's going to announce it. A couple things. 6297970, who do you think is going to be? And this, to your point, we were talking off air, a lot of times the vice president, the the choice of it is everyone's like, oh, who's it going to be? And it, it's made a bigger thing than it actually yeah. is. Yeah. In the long run, totally irrelevant. But in a recent poll that just came out from uh, Rasmussen, they have reported that 59% of likely voters believe Biden's vice president will take over in his first term. Within his first term. If he's elected in November. That's 60% of these voters, likely voters, that they had the survey with that's pretty tremendous that is six out of every ten goes i don't think joe's making it through all four years so it's a crucial choice and that included 49 percent of democrats Mm -hmm. don't think he's making it through the first four years six two nine seven nine seventy do you think that's part of the equation here he has telegraphed in the past that he if he should he win he's a one-term president yeah because he'll be what if he wins as he goes into the second term it'll be 82 right by that time yeah, you don't want the rigors of another campaign yeah, no trail and everything. No. So, and he's looking for someone, from what we understand, from what we gather, is he looking for someone to have a relationship with like he had with Obama? Mm-hmm. Now, what you need to realize is that wasn't day one. They weren't the buddy-buddy, like, lethal weapon combo that everyone thought they were from day <laughs> one. I mean, it wasn't Murtaugh and Riggs day one. Right. I mean, that relationship was developed over time. And so it'll be interesting to see 
obviously we just saw Karen Bass was told she will not be vice president, but and and Stacey Abrams has been told that she won't be uh, the choice. So so, so it's he, like he's doing the the Bachelor for vice president. Like, sorry, you did not get a rose. I apologize. Snuff out your torch right yes, now on the island. You have been voted off the island. Thank you for coming. So no Karen Bass and no Stacey Abrams. No Stacey Abrams. So six two nine seven nine seven. Weird elimination game. <laughs> exactly. Playing. Instead of announcing who it is, it's. Who it is, who it isn't, but six two nine seven nine seventy. Who do you think it should be uh, right now? If those two are eliminated, it looks like it's going to be Susan Rice, who worked in the Obama administration. Uh, also, he has the running Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. uh, Gretchen Whitmer, who's the governor from Michigan, and Tammy Duckworth still in the hunt, yep. as well as Elizabeth Warren. He can't he, again. You can't have somebody who might be in a wheelchair around him. Yes, that, that'd be terrible. So. He's like, please, Tammy, come over <laughs> here. here. We are. Uh, oh, we got it. So oh, it has, it has been chosen it, right now. Uh, Joe Biden has picked but Kamala Harris as his running mate. As the running mate. So that's uh, that's uh, the breaking news right now. So Kamala thanks, Harris, Kevin. which is, I appreciate that, Kevin Hart in the newsroom. Uh, we don't have a formal formal announcement as of yet from Biden, but that CNN is reporting right now. It looks as if Kamala Harris is the running mate, which is interesting because of the fact that she went at Biden pretty hard mm-hmm. in the, when we actually had debates. She was one of the ones that went at him pretty quickly yeah. and kind of led to his kind of drooping in the polls. And all of a sudden, South Carolina came and got the resurrection. So, and I think that's an interesting pick because of that altercation that happened in the debates. Uh, and certainly with the atmosphere that we have right now, Joe Biden can say, listen, it is very important that we do have a person of color on mm-hmm. this ticket. Uh, and she clearly, you know, and, and I, cause we all need to be kept on the, the straight and narrow, uh, and make sure that we're including everybody. Um, so that from, from that aspect alone, a very interesting pick six, two, nine, seven, nine, seventy. your immediate response to this. Yeah. To Kamala Harris being chosen as uh, Biden's running mate. And it also speaks to what we were talking about, you know, looking at this Rasmussen, and you got to wonder if, yeah. these, if these, if this poll came in to the Biden camp, mm-hmm. and as they were looking through it, going, okay, if sixty percent of likely voters that they surveyed are saying, "I'm not making it through my first term," how important was it to get someone younger mm-hmm. who has political aspirations, who's shown in the past that they kind of know the system and could hit the ground running if, God forbid, something were to happen? to Biden going forward, and he was not unable to make it through the first term as president. You know, I think it's a pretty strong ticket. I do, too. I I think he made, you know, you look at it, Whitmer, I don't think you could have done. She's been already picked on by President Trump, and I don't know well, if you could hold her. Well, and she's pretty sloppy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's not, not uh, she's not really buttoned up. Yeah. And you couldn't, and here's the thing, as much as the progressives, the Bernie Sanders supporters who you're worried about maybe losing, uh, Elizabeth Warren would have been their girl, but she is uh, older as well. Well, and the argument I think the Democrats would make is Elizabeth Warren is more important right now in the Senate. Correct. Uh, should the Democrats take the Senate, uh, you know, she becomes uh, w- would possibly become uh, House majority, uh, Senate Majority Leader. Excuse right. Me. Yeah. So she'd be more important there than she would be on the ticket with uh, Biden. And it also just you get, you get too. I, I mean, we've talked about this before on the show about there should be an age limit. So you get, you know, if you're worried about Biden, then not like Warren's a spring chicken either coming right. in if he were to, you know, go down in the first four years. You are on WMAY. Right. And that's exactly the problem that I have is depending on who Biden's choice is, depends on whether or not I vote for Biden. Well, he's he's chosen. He's chosen Kamala Harris. Oh, he has. Yeah. Yes. Just that just announced in the last five minutes. I, I'm sorry, I was inside and didn't That's hear right. that. 
um, I, I will be uh, voting for uh, future President Biden, hopefully, um, because I can live with that. Who, who were you having a problem with, though? My no, it it depends on who he depicts. Who, yeah. who oh, he, who he had chose. I yeah. wanted to make sure he picked somebody who was going to be around, who had been around for some amount of time anyway, mm-hmm. who would be able to step in when he is no longer capable, which I firmly believe he will not make it through a full term. See, you you fall into the 60 percent of likely voters Rasmussen had just uh, polled saying they don't think he's making it through the first term. So that's why this choice was so important to the campaign. And I'm wondering if that those were those numbers are just released yesterday, if that's why they made this decision. today. So do you think he doesn't make it through the first term just by, by his own choice or something happens? I think it's by his own choice, but I think it's because he realizes that he's not able to make the decisions he needs to make. Mm-hmm. I believe it will be his own choice, but I do not see a way that he makes it through his first term. That's, Thank you for the call. Very interesting. And a lot of obviously that's a sentiment of a lot of people, including 49 percent of Democrats in this Rasmussen polls. That's why Kamala Harris, 54 years old, much younger, you know, the youthful, youthful at 54, but still yeah. it kind of counterbalances. And I think it's a wise choice. I mean, that is a strong ticket uh, going forward for Biden. And you remember how fiery she can be. Yes. The debate between her oh, and Vice President Pence. <laughs> Could it be any, any more different? I mean, seriously. Well, my opinion on this particular topic is... And she'll just steamroll him. Well, will he, even, will he even be able to stand on stage with her? Because we know he doesn't like to be in the presence of ladies without his wife around. Well, so. as, long, yeah, as long as mommy is off in the <laughs> As in long the as wings. there's no dinner being served, he'll be fine. Lemon tree, very pretty, and the lemon flower. The other breaking news, besides Biden choosing Kamala Yeah, Harris. we're over that already. <laughs> As his VP. But there's bigger news. Uh, Trini Lopez is dead. <laughs> oh, no, not Trini. Yeah. He died at the age of 83. COVID got him. Oh, no. So COVID another, got Trini? Another. Um, when life gives you lemon trees, you get COVID, I guess. I don't know. Another, another loss to the coronavirus. 629-7970. And, yes, the big news this afternoon is that uh, Joe Biden has chosen Kamala Harris for his running mate. And if you go to Biden's website, there is a uh, pretty interesting Photoshop of them together on the front page. Clearly just slammed together together. in the last 90 seconds. (laughs) Who's going to be? Who's going to be? I got it now. Hi, you're on WMAY. Everybody's assuming that uh, Joe Biden made the decision. I don't think he did. I think he was told who was going to be his running mate by the powers that be in the Democratic Party. Well, who who would that be though? I mean, I don't I don't know I don't who's who's the head of the Democratic Party right now. Well, you got the uh, the Hillary Clinton crowd, you got the Chucky Schumer wing, yeah, you know, and you got the the Chuck Soros wing. I mean, and I think that they uh, that they got I, together and decided who it was going to be. And there's one other point I want to make. I remember when Lincoln chose chose Grant. To be you remember that? President. Yeah. Grant was dunked for three days before he realized it. <laughs> Thanks, Irvy. I, I don't think Biden made this decision. Uh, you know, it's it's always it's was, always a tactical choice. Yeah, I think Thanks, he was Irvie. definitely part of it. He kept pushing back his own deadline date, and from all reports that I get, he was very much hands on in this process. Don't say hands-on with Joe Biden. (laughs) That's true. Not when it comes to a woman, (laughs) especially when it comes to choosing a lady as his running mate. Probably a bad turn of phrase by me. Look at you. He was very involved. Let's just. Well, I can't say that either. But he was. I think he was part of it. Obviously, to your point, 
it's a group of people running the numbers of saying who's going to get us the best chance of getting elected. It's a strategic choice based on, yes, uh, you know, age demographics, uh, where the person is from. Uh, do How they, do they, help do they have you? any baggage? Exactly. You know? How do they help you along in the process? So I do think he was part of that process. But to Irvy's point, it was more than just Joe Biden going, I want this person. I mean, it was a collaborative effort. It's a but large, I, do, I do think he obviously had the final say. It's a large consideration. And uh, and if, as people are at least imagining, he doesn't make it through a first term. Um, you wanted someone younger. You wanted someone Trying to keep track of all the breaking news this afternoon. Yeah, there's so much of it. Joe Biden has picked his running mate. It's Kamala Harris. Trini, Trini Lopez, Lopez is dead. That's the big one right there. And now Governor Pritzker's emergency mask mandate. Jay Carr passed it uh, for businesses. They uh, did that emergency mask mandate regarding Illinois businesses now in effect. Uh, Jay Carr voted six to five to keep that in place. So uh, now if you are a business, you don't have people wearing masks inside. First thing is you'll get a written warning. And then if you continue to fail to comply, could have a fine up to seventy-five dollars to $2,500. Pritzker uh, said that individuals will not face penalties for not complying. However, they're obligated to follow this guidance under the law. Uh, some objections apply. So that's gone into effect as of right now on a vote of 6 to 5 by JCAR, which yeah. is, what does JCAR stand for? The Joint Committee, Joint Committee on, on Administrative, Administrative Rules, Rules. JCAR. Uh, yeah, it sounds much more interesting when you say it that way. Yes, exactly. Um, and you have to now wonder, because we, we've had places like Fox Run, who mm. said they're going to sue the city over this thing. Now you have a superseding um, state mandate yeah, yeah. on top of it. Uh, which, Where does that go? I'm sure DeVore and Darren Bailey will be all over this. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be uh, filing something soon. So that will be, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, and it is, it is so unusual to me how cranked up people get about putting on a mask. I was going to say how heated people have become over that simple thing. And look, it's annoying. I don't enjoy it. I'd rather not have a mask on. I, but it's not wrecking my world. Exactly. I got used to wearing one because I went uh, out of state for a little bit. And so when I came back, got a test just out of abundance of caution. So I was wearing it around here on a daily basis. And it, I mean, to your point, was it something I was like, yeah, I'm glad this is the most exciting thing mm-hmm. I've done. No, but it, it didn't. I mean, it, it, it. And it comes down to this thing where I, we just don't like being told what, what to do. Um, yeah, that's um, probably what it is. You know, and I, I don't know how to phrase it any other way. You know, you think back in World War II when people had victory gardens, you didn't have to really ask them to do that or to, you know, to not to not take unnecessary, you know, take don't take unnecessary trips. Risk. Right. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. You just did it because there was a bigger thing going on. And right now there's a bigger, bigger thing, thing going, going on. on. So just and I don't know why it's such a it's gets, such a pain for people. It's so cranked up. And it's one of those things of, guess what? If if you're that upset by it, uh, then don't come in the store. You we have technology now. Guess what? You can grocery shop online. Don't don't. don't so it's beyond me. So we take you to Tucson, Arizona. Oh boy. Where Sheriff Joe getting all upset about it? Yeah. Uh, a guy and his two sons walk into a grocery store. Uh, and I don't know what set this guy off. I mean, probably an 18-year-old saying, please put on your mask, sir. Sir, we can, you can't let you in here without a mask. I'm sorry. Um, and here is how this guy handled it, you know, in a very reasonable, calm. Oh, really? That's uh, shocking. Normally were, normally you see them get very upset. You said, hey, sir, I disagree with you, and I would like to have a, a sensible conversation about why I should not wear a mask. Well, I'm interested to hear that. 
People won't learn. These people won't learn. You're a bunch of idiots wearing masks. You know it's not real. Look at you fools. You got a f***ing doily on your face. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on a second, sir. I have a doily on my face? Look at you. You got a doily, doily on, on your, your face. face. By the way, triple word score for him for using doily. Doily. But I don't know if I've ever seen a mask, even the ones that are like cloth that people make and, and have mm-hmm. sewed, that look like a doily from my grandma's Boy, you, table. You make an interesting point. If I were that cranked up, I don't know that I could reach and grab the word doily. No, if you're that mad. As an insult. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if I was that mad. I don't even know in a regular conversation if I go straight to doily. Um, and what's about to happen here is the more heated this guy is, his son is <sighs> trying to, hey, dad, come on. Come on. And, and he's kind of pushing him on the chest. And what culminates is his son literally picks up his father and carries him out of the store. Oh, my gosh. Because you got a doily on, on your, your face. face. I like the way he stuck the landing yeah, on exactly. face. Yeah, exactly. Doily on your face. You mask. You know it's not real. Look at you fools. You got a f***ing doily on your face. On your face. Like you got it off your mom's countertop. You look like an idiot. You're a child. Try to make you wear a mask. Shut up. You're a dork. Look at you f***ing dork. What are you going to do? No Come outside. Come outside. Come outside. I didn't, know, I didn't know people actually said, let's go outside. Yeah, I thought that was a thing that only happened back in the day. I didn't know people still used that. So at this point, I mean, there's a crowd around him, and there's there's a there's a big guy who could mop the floor with him uh, starting to come in his direction, and he and he says, let's go outside. And the, well, well, here's the thing. Much like if anyone ever utters that phrase, usually it's with someone else is in between them and the person yeah. they were going to possibly have a little tete-a-tete with. Yeah. And the, so the, the son is trying to push the dad out the door, and that's when he's saying, well, come outside. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do this. You're right. When someone's pushing you, that's when you go, hey, you better hold me back. back. You hold better me back. hold me back. I might go crazy here. Hold me back. Someone hold me back. Only when someone's between me and you. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Come outside! Come outside and tell me how tough you are. I'll beat that mask off your face. You're a bunch of wearing masks. Losers. Goodbye. I love the bye, Felicia. There at the end. Bye bye. And the poor son in all of this has to literally carry his dad out of the store. I think that is the most upsetting. And embarrassing thing yeah. of that entire tirade is the fact that you're doing this in front of your son. And he looks like he's 18, 19 years old, something. And you have to put him in the position to where he's... To be the pa- adult. To where he's parenting a parent. Yeah. All over what? In the grand scheme of things. Yeah. All over what? I mean, for, for the vast majority of us, you put it on, you go into the grocery store, 15 minutes later, you take it off and go home. Yeah. That's what. That's all you're being asked to do. They're not making you wear it in your car. Right. You don't have to wear it outside. You, the minute you step one foot outside of that grocery store door, it can come off. And if that's the case, right, if he's that cranked up, he's got his son. Just send the son in there and wait in the damn car. Right. Right. Like, why are you making such a big deal? And by the way, I did like, uh, in the background, in case you didn't hear, the one individual was like, why are you yelling at people? Yeah, stop yelling at Stop yelling at people. Why are you yelling at people? Just stop yelling at people. And that gets... Shut up! Stop yelling at people. 
I appreciate them trying to get their point across, but in a heated argument like that, you're not helping anyone. He, he, case. he, want, he, well, he wanted to feel like he was helping. Exactly. He wanted to feel like I, I stood up. I stood, I stood up, up to him too. I said, "Stop yelling!" I mean, at yeah, the people. sun was carrying him out, but I, I said words to him. I gave he him, knew how I felt. I gave him the what for? Stop said, yelling at people. I said, "Stop yelling at people." Hi, you're on WMAY. Hey, if they're gonna pass a, a mask requirement, why don't why don't they put some teeth in it? You know, why why are they giving out first warning? Doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, for the governor's thing? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess it's just trying to show that they're trying to extend an olive branch of like, hey, we're going to educate you about yeah. compliance. We're going to give you, uh, you know, a day or two or whatever to get this right. And if we come back again and there's nothing, then you get the fine. I guess it's just trying to okay. soften the blow a little bit so that yeah. there's not I mean, as much I, backlash it, not, to it. it. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I don't think the governor's goal is to just completely wipe out businesses no. and shut them down and, <laughs> right. and take their and money. Find everything. I think he's I think he legitimately is trying to figure out a way to uh, encourage more mask use. And there are some businesses for some reason are holdouts uh, and could care less if if you wear a mask or not. And this is just his way of saying, yeah, you, you know what, you got to care. You yeah, got to care. You, you need to in this situation. Otherwise, we're going to see more of this. It just it boggles my mind when you when you get videos like this and it, it i don't know if we can post it on our facebook page or not but it's just the i just feel so bad imagine the car ride home if you're the son who had to literally carry your dad out of the store i mean yeah, what was that conversation like how do you look at him on the drive home going really dad you made me carry you out of the store you know all over a, all over a mask on the way back to the car the son was like i think i'll drive you just seem you don't seem like you're fit to drive a vehicle right now oh that he better not have let him drive i could have seen him like drive right in the cart corral or whoever it and may be we're gonna go home and talk to my mother about this and she's gonna have some words with you dad yes just um, having to parent a parent all over something as just to me as trivial i i guess i just don't it's hard for me to get in the headspace there's no way Sorry to cut you off. No, that's fine. There's no way whatever preceded that warranted that. Correct. There's no way. And, and let that and, amount of energy. Unless unless a group of folks tried to pin him down and put a mask on his face or <laughs> right. just shoved it in his face going, you got to wear this, 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 you got to wear this. Then maybe, just maybe I give him a pass. Mm -hmm. But you know it was some poor 18 to 19-year-old person, even younger, Standing there by the cart crowd going, I'm sorry, sir, we can't let you in without a mask. People won't learn. And boom. These people won't learn. And he starts off with the conspiracy. Yes, immediately. These people, I'm going to teach them now by screaming at them. <laughs> You're a bunch of idiots wearing masks. You know it's not real. Because here's the thing. Right. When someone calls me an idiot, I go, hmm, maybe you have something to say. <laughs> maybe you're right, sir. I have not considered I mean, my idiocy before. <laughs> Please enlighten me. You're on WMAY. Hello? Oh, I like this part of the show. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. That's all right. That's all right. Sorry, guys. I listened to the radio. I apologize. Well, we encourage hey, that. Uh, so, really, what I'm hearing here is that since Jay Carr has passed this rule, uh, my business is being closed down because of the virus. We're not essential. We do entertainment stuff. But now that I'm doing, I've got a part-time job working retail, I get to be the bouncer at the door and keep these people out? You guys are making my day great. This is going to be wonderful. Well, what I, 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 I'm trying, I'm trying to follow your thread here. Um, the so you're saying, you 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 don't want to enforce the masks yourself, is what you're saying? No, I do want to enforce the mask myself. Oh, okay. I'm tired of these guys coming into the place I'm working and not having them on when all you're asking is you're in here for five minutes, guys. Yeah. Put on a mask. Right, and now you have some so, teeth behind it. Yeah. 
Right. So I want to be the bouncer at the door. You can't go in. <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking forward to this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're looking to be. I like it. He's like, bring it on. I'll play the role of that guy's son and carry him out of there. In addition to other things, we have our daily poll over at WMAY.com, brought to you by Adams Pest Control, and we're asking you, what is the fate of the St. Louis Cardinals 2020 season? Boy, it just keeps getting worse. They they got their doubleheader Thursday versus the Tigers postponed, and then I re- look like the entire Tigers uh, uh, series postponed, and then I see their first game against the White Sox looks like it's postponed as well, just out of abundance of caution. They've played five games. Yeah, it's amazing. Your choice, uh, it's completely over. They should keep playing, or MLB should just cancel the whole season for everyone. Give it up. Uh, so that's at the Daily Poll at WMAY.com, brought to you by Adams Pest Control for commercial, residential, real estate inspections, and termite control. That may be something we talk about to Ryan Mahan coming up at 440 from the SJR. We'll talk to him. I was just a man of ten. We're also playing the hits of Trini Lopez today. In honor of him passing COVID. is a fight with COVID. At 83. Oh, this is what I thought it was. Yeah. Oh. You're we hoping for a different one, huh? Yeah. I thought it was if I had a hammer. Oh. His other, His other big hit of Trini Lopez. Uh, 629-7970. So we've got uh, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden's vice presidential yes. pick. Uh, the mask. Enforcement from Jay Carr. Uh, vote passed six to five. Uh, we also got Trini big, Lopez is dead. <laughs> we got, and coming up next hour, we'll talk more about Big Ten and Pac 12, both announcing today football and fall sports, not going to happen for them. So we'll talk with Ryan Mahan at 440 and a little bit more in depth on that. In the interim at 629-7970, there was a story that we didn't get to yesterday. Yeah, and this was bouncing around quite a bit over the weekend. <laughs> Funny you say bounce around, but what's going on in the story? There's a guy over in Germany. Yes. He's at a park where you can be nude in a park. Uh, and he's he's laying there, I guess, sunbathing or relaxing. He was, he was swimming. Oh, he's swimming nude. Okay. Yeah. He was he was swimming and uh, nude, and he turns around, and he realizes a wild German boar. <laughs> I say oink to you. Oink, oink, oink. Oink, oink, yeah. I poke you with my horns. <laughs> Watch out now. Do you have some truffles? Where are your uh, truffles? Starts rooting around in his bag um, for a pizza. That he brought with him, and then ends up. Okay, wait, 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 wait a minute. Up. Who goes nude swimming with a pizza in their bag? <laughs> it's like, man, I'm gonna get real tired out. I, there's nothing better I want nude than some pizza. Probably there on the counter. He's grabbed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he grabs the whole bag, right? The so pig. The pig grabs the bag, which included the guy's laptop. And then he all of a sudden so he, he gets... sees this, and he comes charging <laughs> out of the water. And everything is bouncing and flopping around all, all, all over the place, um, chasing this pig, and, and he, at, at top speed. <laughs> Just running around. Cue the Benny Hill music. Uh-huh. Um, Eventually, though, from what I understand, the pig gets boxed in by someone's cardboard box inside the park because the the rest of the Germans are watching this, and mm-hmm. they're trying to help this naked man running around, flopping around for everyone to see, trying to get his laptop back. He said he was very focused and running behind the boars in order to get get it back. They adored how focused he stayed. And then he came back with his yellow bag in hand. We all clapped and congratulated him for his success. Where to be? Where to be? On to Poland. (laughs) Bravo, bravo. You caught the pig. Keep running. You caught the pig. We will have France tomorrow. (laughs) You caught the pig. You got your laptop back. Didn't know uh, wild boar were a problem in I had no idea either. 
let alone, first of all, there's so many weird in that story. One, I didn't know you could nude swim over there. Well, there is a movement in Germany called FKK. Okay, that's a little close wow. to something terrible. Yeah, or a swear word. <laughs> Either way. Um, which stands for free, free body culture. Free nah. your body. Yeah, free. It's um, all over the place. So in summer, it, it, imagine going to Washington Park um, in the summer, people just stripping off. off and just jumping in. Um, and sit there with everything flopping. Oh, God, that's bad nude. You don't want that. With coronavirus reports of many animals becoming more daring, taking advantage of empty public spaces, knowing they can run away with your laptop while you're naked. <laughs> Trying uh, to steal your pizza. Wild boar have already made themselves at home in some Berlin suburbs. Interesting. That was the other thing I didn't know. I didn't know that was a problem, and I didn't know you can have the nude. And at the time, there was a woman who just happened to have a camera in her hand and couldn't resist snapping the pics. taking pictures of this guy. He is running like Tom Cruise, you know? He's like, like the cop in Terminator. He's just, he's just going top speed trying to get it. Welcome back to the Jim Lee Show. This one's for Megan. No, this is, uh, we haven't gotten to Megan this one. Oh, we haven't? But I, I'll get this. Is, okay. Uh, this is Trini Lopez, who's dead. Hey, <laughs> JD3. Yeah. Oh, this is the one you wanted. Godspeed, Trini. Godspeed, indeed. You and Toots. I just don't want. I don't want. Uh, I don't want Trini Lopez to get lost in all the other no, breaking news. Today. Exactly. Yeah. I know. Whatever. Kamala Harris and Big fun. Ten no football. Pac-12 no football. That's fine. But Trini Lopez has passed at 83. Coming up in about a half hour, we're going to talk with a sports reporter from the State Journal Register, Ryan Mahan. What do you What do you do when you're a sports reporter? When, when there was no sports. No sports. Yeah. Exactly. And there may be going back to that when you come to the fall. So we'll get uh, the info from Ryan Mahan coming up at 4:40. You're on WMAY. Hello. I like this part of the show, too. Hey. Hello. Going once, going twice, sold American. Here are 20 words, old English words that we need to bring back. Ooh, I always like when we do these. these. Historical words. Oh, these are legit words that at one time people said regularly. I look forward to hearing what they were and, um, and incorporating them into my everyday vernacular. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's that for triple word score? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yahtzee. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to do that with me, jerk. Snollygoster. 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 Ooh, uh, what do you think you are if you're a snollygoster? I think you're a snob. I think if you're a you're a stuck up snollygoster, you, you know, look you, down on the rest of us. You're not too far off. Uh, it's a person who has intelligence but no principles, especially a politician. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of snollygosters in the Senate. Mm-hmm. I want to use that. I, I think if Greg Bishop is listening, next time you interview somebody, be like, what are, what are you and the rest of the Snollygosters going to do to try to fix this thing, huh? <laughs> do you think that Snollygoster Mike Madigan should step down? Mike. Mike. The Snollygoster Mike. Pig Puff. Pig Puff? Pig Puff. That, that's just a bacon-infused muffin. No. This is another, this is another uh, adjective. Okay, pig puff. Um, <laughs> is it is it is it, a, is it is it someone who's overweight? No, <laughs> no, but it's a it's a young woman with the manners of an old one. Pig puff. A pig puff. <laughs> so if you see a young woman in her twenties, well, now everyone's at home. But if, before the COVID, if you if you yeah. ask someone like twenty five years old, hey, go out tonight, be like, ah, I don't think so. I have I'm to gonna stay say, home and knit an afghan. Oh, uh, you, oh, like, you pig puff. That Come would on, be a pig puff. <laughs> 
That would get you. Here's the thing. Someone calls me a pig puff. I'm going out just right. to spite them. Come on, you pig puff. Just come out. All right, fine. Uh, this happens around here quite a bit. Uh-oh. Fudgel. <laughs> we fudgel a lot here at the radio station. Is that where you hit the wrong button? F-U-D-G-E-L. Fudgel. Is that when you hit the wrong button? The act of giving the impression of working but actually doing nothing. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of fudgling going on Everybody's fudgling. That actually sounds like I had a fudgicle, and then there was a smaller version called the fudgling, and I, I preferred the fudgling over the fudgicle. I would like the boss just to open the door one day. You guys aren't fudgling in here, are you? Are you guys? Right, knock it off. You guys working, or are you fudgling around here? Grumbletonians. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Um, Grumbletonians. I like that one. That's, has that anything to do with hunger at all? No. Or are people just complaining to complain? People who are angry or unhappy with the government. We oh, built, there's a bunch of Grumbletonians. We built an entire radio station around it. <laughs> we did. <laughs> 629-7970. WMAY, your home for Grumbletonians. Hot Grumbletonian. <laughs> WNMY. Fudgling Grumbletonians here on WMAY. <laughs> Can we do a show in the middle of the night that's just called Hot Grumbletonian? <laughs> I think we should. I would come in here hey, two listen, in the morning and do <laughs> listen, listen up, pig puffs. You got nothing else going on. That's right. It's Hot Grumbletonians. <laughs> I love all of this. Frobbly mobbly. Frobbly mobbly. I love that. I love that word, that, and I love what it means. That sounds like somebody's disheveled. Frobbly mobbly means you're neither well nor unwell. Now you're right in the middle. How you doing today? Yeah, I'm frobbly, frobbly mobbly. mobbly. Right. All the Grumbletonians out there are really bringing me down. <laughs> I can go from frobbly mobbly to... WMAY, hi. Hi. Way back in college, uh, I was a member of the Royal Order of Profligates. And what is a, what does a profligate get? Profligate, as des- described by Webster, is someone void of social graces. <laughs> oh, nice. very nice. I like it. Way to class to join up. Nothing wrong with that. Hello, you're on the radio. Yeah, hey, so got three quick questions for you guys. All right. Have you ever been lied to? Yes. Have you ever felt like the media's lied to? Yes. Mm-hmm. And have you ever felt like the government's lied to? Probably. Okay, well... The thing is, everybody's such an uproar about people not necessarily denying that this, this COVID plane pandemic, yeah. but just maybe that the effect that we got a Grumble Tony alert. He really is. He's, Grumble Tony alert. Yeah. Well, so no, okay, yeah, I, I heard you about the Grumble Tony, but just hear me out. Just yeah. hear me out. Yeah, yeah no, we're listening. Okay, we're listening, yeah. That they don't want to wear a mask. Everybody's so mad at everybody that doesn't want to wear a mask. But don't you think that some people actually feel that maybe this isn't right, and this isn't playing out how they say it is. So when they're telling you what you have to do and you don't believe then, it. Then don't, don't go in the store. Yeah. No, I, I don't feel that way at all. <laughs> I don't feel that way at I, all that, that does not, I really don't. The not, numbers kind of bear out. No. Yeah. And so. it's, it's not that big of a deal. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah. How hard do you? Yeah. Seriously. Lansperado. Lansperado. Is that, <laughs> is that, is that uh, one of the Eagles songs, I think? It's someone who always conveniently shows up with no money. Oh. Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Oh, I can't tip. Yeah, you Lance Barato. Of course you can't tip. Uh, Calipigian. Ooh, the fact that you said that correctly. Calipigian. Well, I don't know that I did, but it, it seems Calipigian. right. Calipigian. C-A-L-L-I-P-Y-G-I-A-N. Calipigian. Or, or pigeon. Okay. Uh, boy, Calipigian. That seems like someone who has beef with birds. 
It is uh, having a beautiful, well-shaped buttocks. Oh, really? Like Cardi B? Yeah. She's a Calipigian. Right. <laughs> Boy, did you check out that new video with Cardi B? Oh, what a Calipigian. I, I, like, I like having that in my back pocket because yeah. at the you, bar you can go, man, that chick has a nice, nice Calipigian. What? And, and what she do you know what you're saying. She had no idea. Um, ultra Serpidian. Uh, ultra Serpidarian. Okay. And somebody who gives opinions about topics they know nothing about. Once again, we've <laughs> built an entire radio station. <laughs> the Ultras Opinions and the Grumbletonians. <laughs> around That's our MO. These. That's right in our wheelhouse. Uh-huh. Uh, and these are 20 words from Old English yeah, that, need, they, to they need to be back. brought back. These are legit words. All of these are. Uh, yeah, they are legit. Look them up. Um, Philogrobalized. That's just who. That, that, that just seems ridiculous. I don't know if I've ever worked that into a sentence. Having a hangover, but without admitting to actually drinking. No, oh, okay. I've mm-hmm. done that a lot. I've I philo grumbleized a lot in my life. Uh, groofling. Groofling? That's like that's like baby Groot, but it's a bush <laughs> instead of a tree. Uh, means to lie wrapped up and in a comfortable manner. No, oh, okay. Like a swaddling. Yeah, you got a groofling going on there. I, um, p- please don't go up to someone and be like, "Hey, can I groofling your child?" <laughs> don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> Please do not do that, and don't blame us for it. I'm not sure how to say this one. U-H-T-C-E-A-R-E. U-H-T-C-A-C-E-A-R-E. Youth search? It means lying awake, worrying about the day ahead. Well, yeah, just thinking about trying to say it. Trying to say the word, yeah. Cacistocracy. Cacistocracy. Ooh, um... Boy, that, that's got to be something to do with the ruling class. Yes. But I don't know exactly how it pertains to the ruling class. It is a government by the least qualified or worst people. Once again, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we've built an entire <laughs> radio station around the concept of a cacistocracy. <laughs> with the Grumbletonians and the other, what, Severdarians or what it was. Uh, Boy, we could use these on a daily. Anybody listen? Grab the audio for this. This is a great sweeper for the station. Yeah. <laughs> Put those all together. It's going to be awesome. Are you a Grumbletonian? Do we have a radio <laughs> show for you? <laughs> Jim Leach, three to six. Uh, Perindinate. Perin, uh, yeah. Perindinate. P-E-R-E-N-D-I-N-A-T-E. That's a verb. But yeah. I don't know exactly what it means. To put off until the day after tomorrow. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's very specific. <laughs> exactly. That's just really I'm lazy. not doing it tomorrow. Really I'm not procrastinating. Lazy. I'm parad whatever. I'm going to put it off to the next day after that day. See, now that makes me agree with that guy about five minutes ago. There, yeah, exactly. It's Mike and Molson, the only radio station right now honoring the life of Trini Lopez, as it should be. 83 years old. Godspeed, Trini. He had to. This was a promotional song he did for Fresca in 1967. Megan requested this, actually. I can't say I've ever had a Fresca. I don't know. What is that a Fresca is. like a squirt? I don't think. I don't think a Fresca is like a squirt. I think a Fresca. Is it like a sparkling water? I think water? it's more like a Sprite. A Fresca is a Sprite? I think so. But isn't it more... I don't know. Like, well, yeah, that's right. Because Squirt was grapefruit. Squirt was grapefruit. What is Fresca? Now, now, I got, now I need to look up what a Fresca is. Okay. Isn't it like some type of... Well, it's Aqua Fresca, right? So just kind of like sparkling water? 
I don't even think I don't even think it's a soda. I don't think you're right about any of this. I don't I I don't know. I I've not I've not cultured enough to know what fresca is. I've seen it. I know I've never drank it before. Oh, it has different flavors. It's a grape. Oh no, it's a grapefruit flavored citrus soft drink. Oh, okay, so it's in the, so it it's like in the squirt. squirt family. <laughs> so fresca is like a squirt. <laughs> Good to know. And it was it was first introduced in the U.S. in 1966. Mm-hmm. So hence Trini Lopez being the first voice of fresca. Originally a only a sugar free diet soda. It's something that's been sold in a sweetened form in certain markets. Oh, see again, you're not getting this uh, over on the syndicated shows on no, WTAX. Nobody's talking about Nobody's talking about what Fresca, Fresca and is. Trini Lopez. <laughs> and whether Fresca's in the squirt family or not. Good thing that you have that that's, in there. See, we're live and local, and that's what we're talking about. Right and now. Grumbletonians and what else? So there's a few more of these uh, words that Old we need English to bring words. back. Okay. Um, Lay them on me. We got we got some doozies. Groke. No, that's like you being broke. I like this one, though. You're straight it's, up broke. It's, and you've probably experienced this one. This is someone who stares at you while you eat, hoping you will share. Oh, that's the worst. You're a groke. You're, oh, I've seen, Stop groking me. Here, here's the thing. I, I'm, I, I hate to admit this, but more than I care to admit, I've, I've been a groke. Because yeah. there's times I, I eat fast. My wife eats a little slower. There'll be times where I've eaten my portion of the meal, and then I just kind of... And she'll look at me and go, did you want some? Going to finish all <laughs> that? Fi- hey, you, now she can say, hey, you groke, yeah. back off. I'll uh, I'll send her a note and give her that word. Okay, cool. Appreciate that. Chivinous. Chivinous? That's yeah, like two Vs in it. That That's like being chivalrous, but the exact opposite. This isn't, this, I don't know when this one comes into play, because I've never really experienced chivinous. The uncomfortable feeling of wearing new underwear. Yeah, usually you have to. I mean, normally you you wash them before you wear them, right? Even straight out of the package. Uh, I guess, yeah, yeah. You would, yeah, you would think you. So would. you kind of break them in. You don't yeah. just, you don't just, you don't just put them on right after, out right out of the box. Uh, cacathes. Cacathes. Yeah, cacothes. C a c. A bunch of laughing people. O e t h e s. Cacathes. Uh, is the irresistible urge to do something inadvisable. Okay, so when you're drunk, you make a lot of cacathes. Slugabug. I'm sorry, slug-a-bed. Slug-a-bed? Slug-a-bed. That means you just punch the bed. Is a person who stays in bed after the usual or proper time to get up. Oh, I'm, I'm that on the weekends. When I'm doing the other thing where I pretend I don't have a hangover. Right. <laughs> Before I start my weekly grumble-toning. <laughs> uh, Abligurian. Okay. <laughs> okay, Joe Biden, thank you. God love you. Abligurian or abligurishin. Mm, that's something. That's something to do with walking. It's it's spending lavish amounts of money on food. Oh, okay. I feel like an abligurian today. <laughs> Look at me, filet and lobster. I'm an abligurian. <laughs> uh, so to recap, Kamala Harris is Joe, Joe Biden's, Biden's vice VP. president. Trini Tr- 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 Lopez. Trini Lopez is dead. We've entire this entire station is built upon Grumbletonians. Uh, the mask mandate. Is, has passed. been approved. Big Ten and the Pac-12 have both canceled uh, fall sports. And Ryan Mahan from the SGR is coming your way after news. A lot of talk about in the sports world, yes. strangely enough. Even though there's no sports going on, there's a lot of big sports well, there's, there's There's some, some being played, but a lot of them off the field as well. So. <laughs> It's the Trini Lopez dance party on WMAY. That was uh, part of the Let's Talk Trini Lopez lineup on Saturdays. <laughs> Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach. 
We lost Trini Lopez today. So yeah, at the age of 83. Lopez stuff. Uh, 629 where it is 440. And go over to Culver's West on Wabash and get curbside pickup. 726-7991. 726-7991. Yeah, we're supposed to have uh, Ryan Mahan of the SJR on right now. We had all that set up and ready to go. But I can play more Trini Lopez. This land is I have a couple texts in them, but we can we can kind of preempt what we were going to talk with Ryan about because there's a lot going on in the world of sports today. Uh, we got official. So yesterday we had talked about it a little bit. And 629-7970, I want to get people's opinion on this. Should the Big Ten have waited a little bit longer to make the decision of whether to cancel the season or not? Because the SEC is hell-bent on playing football in the fall. And so what they've done is push back the Who stu- are they going to play? Well, they're trying to – so the SEC obviously has their own conference, mm-hmm. teams down in the south, and they also are trying to absorb other conferences that aren't going to oh. play. The problem is that incorporates more travel to farther places, and with all the states doing their different things, it's going to be hard to legislate it. You really kind of need a bubble. So basically what the Big Ten had to say, and I, I have their statement here, and there were co- coaches like Jim Harbaugh from Michigan – Ryan Day from Ohio State and uh, James Franklin from Penn State and Nebraska Scott Frost, they were saying, no, 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 we need to play. But in the statement released Tuesday, the Big Ten announced that multiple factors, including the medical advice and counsel from its experts, led to what is deeming the postponement of the 2021 fall sports season. Now, it's not just football is being postponed. Volleyball, soccer, also going to be a part of this. Uh Further down, the interesting part of this entire statement from the Big Ten, I won't bore you with all the ins and outs of it. You can read it for yourself online. But one of the things that has popped up as it pertains to COVID-19 and younger people, the fact that myocarditis is one of the things that is a significant health concern that largely led to the Big Ten's decision. Now, this condition involves an inflammation of the heart muscle, uh, it can reduce the heart's ability to pump, causing rapid or normal heartbeat. It's what caused Hank Gathers years ago to collapse and die on the court, yeah. uh, the Loyola Marymount uh, forward. So that was one of the things. And what they come to find out is that at least 15 Big Ten players have been left with myocarditis after contracting COVID-19. Gosh. So an abundance of caution, uh, that's why one of the major things – and major reasons why I've decided to uh, to call off the season. I just got a text from Ryan Mahan. He may be calling in here very soon, yeah. so uh, we can talk to him a little bit about it. But so the Big Ten has said we're not going to play, and now the Pac-12 has come out and said we're not going to play. So two of the five Power Five are not going to play now. So they have canceled their seasons. To your point, then you know Big Twelve may follow. That's what. And so if it comes down to if it's just the SEC and the ACC, then what are you playing for? Right, right, right. And uh, Mountain- and are you are you interested in, in watching? Yes, a, 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 a fraction of a season, uh, are, are you- knowing that yeah, a lot of the big teams are not going to even go onto the field. Right, and that and that's just the thing. It's like okay, to what end? If you uh, if you are the national champion. Of what you didn't you didn't play right. the entire you didn't play the entire country it was just segmented to just your conference so to what end if you're the ACC and the SEC at what point do you pull the ripcord now the SEC has said they are going to push back the start of their uh, they're, they're going to take as long as they can they push back the start of their season to later in September they want to give some time for when players come back and the argument from Nick Saban of Alabama obviously was 
hey, the kids are safer here. Our players are safer here than they are being in their own hometown because we have better medical facilities. Yeah. Hello. Mike. Yes, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Mahan from the SJR. Thank you for joining us, sir. We were just uh, – we were just talking about the Big Ten's decision uh, about today about uh, calling off and canceling fall sports. What is your take on this? There are a lot of people out there saying that they pulled the ripcord too soon on this, and they probably should have waited to see what would happen when, when students came back to campus first before making this call. I, I, I just don't know how you can um, <clears throat> have things on indefinite holds. I think people need to have a set time of when to expect yeah. to play. I mean, there's, it's not just the student athletes, it's not just the coaches, it's the event personnel. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's everything. And, um, there's, you know, and it's, and, and it's the fans too. I mean, you know, there's people who will be from, let's say Springfield mm-hmm. and, you know, they want to make that big, big trip to, Michigan to see Illinois play Michigan, or, or I, I forgive me, I don't know the schedule this year, but right, yeah, but whatever it may be, yeah. It, it just, I'd rather have, and it it sucks, it really does. <laughs> I, but I'd rather have sort of a concrete plan mm-hmm. rather than as we were in the spring when you never knew, like, okay, is this is this, when we first got in the. You know, schools are closed, and spring and the winter sports were done, and spring sports were put on hold, and then it was like it, it was just a waiting game, right? And that's not that's not fair for anybody. Um, and selfishly, the ones that want the sports to be there are us, the big fans, the yeah, right. the fans that are in front. Whether it's the Illini that you're you're fans of, or the NBA, or NHL, or whatever, like we're the ones who are, um, you know we're a little bit selfish at this point because it's like, man, we haven't had anything to really, you know, we, our lives have been so upended uh, for so long. Let's just try to get back to normal. And, and, and I can't, I can't say that that's, no, it's 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 totally reasonable uh, yes. that we, that we want that. And we crave that. Is it worth it though, to have this weird Swiss cheese schedule? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's worth it if we can get something kind of sports. Yeah, right. We are talking. You know. We're talking with Ryan Mayhem from the from the SJR. So let's let's backtrack a little bit to you. You you said about the waiting game in spring. What was it like for someone who is so into sports and and that is your job to go in every day and not have any sports going on? How eerie was that? So in in the beginning, yeah. Um, what it did was you know Bill and I thought you know this is a great opportunity to maybe go. Catch up, catch up with some people that we don't normally get to. Like, um, I did a story the first few weeks of the pandemic with Tim Wilkerson, the NHRA hmm. funny drive, funny car driver from Springfield. Yeah, I'd been at the paper since '02 as a part timer. I never once interviewed him. We used to have an auto race um, reporter, Hal Pilger, when he left. Marcia Martinez took over a bulk of that stuff, but I never talked to him. So uh, it was a great opportunity for me to go to a shop to, you know, I mean, to look around, um, to talk to him, to sort of ask him questions, not only pertaining to the story, but just pertaining to racing and, yeah. and the NHRA. I, you know, I know a little bit about, you know, the motorcycles that come to Springfield. I cover that twice a year. Mm-hmm. Springfield gets the uh, stock car of the ARCA races 
and um, the open-wheeled USAC cars uh, at the state fair time. And I've seen plenty of IndyCar and, and NASCAR on TV in my life, but I'll tell you what, yeah. <laughs> one thing that I haven't watched a lot of in my lifetime is NHRA drag racing. <laughs> right. and, but how many, right. how many uh, human interest stories did you go through before <laughs> right. you said, I'm out, there's nothing <laughs> left, I've found all the human interest stories there are in sports in Springfield? Uh I'll tell you what, there were so many that still haven't been told. Yeah. I mean, for the last five weeks, one of us have been on vacation. Bill, Bill was I was on a week vacation, and then Bill took two weeks, and then I took two weeks. And now we're back. And I always plan it where I take the two weeks right before football practices begin. And I had tweeted, and I truly believe this, like when football got pushed to, to the spring, just like soccer and volleyball. And I said, you know what, this is – the silver lining here is that your cross-country runners, your girls and boys golfers, your girls swimmers, and your girls tennis players, those athletes always sort of play second banana Bonk. to the foot, probably third banana, because your main coverage in the fall goes to football. And then, and then when you have an opportunity, you get out to soccer and volleyball matches. And then when you have an opportunity on top of that, then you get out to a cross-country meet, and usually – uh, even when we had more staff, we weren't getting to cross-country meets that weren't the CS8 meet, the first regional meet, you know, like that right. kind of stuff. Um, golf, we would cover, you know, the CS8 meet, but we didn't cover it. And so I said for eight weeks, these kids are going to be bigger stars in, like, local markets That's pretty throughout cool. the state than they've ever been. Yeah, Like, they get a time to shine. That's, That's a good way to handle that, and uh, I'm yeah. sure they. And, and you know what? Yeah, it was it was time for that. So what a what a what an unusual happenstance. And I will give credit, and we're talking about Ryan Mahan from the from the SGR. To your point about you know an indefinite holding pattern, I will give credit whether you like the decision of the IHSA or not, as it pertains to football. I at least give them credit for making that decision sooner rather than later of, of, of keeping everyone in this holding pattern and going. Well, can I practice? Can I not practice? So I at least give them credit for that. Absolutely. And, you know, pushing some things off, um, it, it gives you a, maybe a better shot of getting it. But if you were dead set on, well, football has to be played in the fall, whether we're, to, we're talking about Big Ten, Pac-12, or high school, if you're dead set on it has to be played in the fall, and then it gets even worse, yeah, mm-hmm. then your hands are tied. Yeah, This gives us a chance. Mm-hmm. What that we didn't have for the spring sports, and we didn't have for those kids who were still in basketball season. True, they yeah. never got that chance of having a holding pattern and trying to make it to June and maybe getting six week seasons in or whatever. But it gives, this at least gives us an opportunity to try to fudge a little bit. Right, and you know if February fifteenth comes and football practices are to begin, but because it's winter and people are still mostly stuck inside, if they determine, hey, look, you know. Too many people are inside. We need to push football back a month. I don't know how they do it, but... They at least give themselves a runway to kind of try to figure it out. Yeah, but you just can't you can't ham, hamstring yourself. And, and I feel like that's what the Big Ten and Pac-12 did today, is they decided, you know, we're, we're going to give ourselves a chance to get this in, a better chance later down the road. So thank you, Ryan, for uh, for stopping by the program. What do you, what do you got in the uh, hopper for uh, some of the interest stories coming up here at the SJR? 
Well, if I told you those, then I'd <laughs> be the yeah. handing an uh, uh, opportunity for uh, the other guys trying to run a business going. over there. So, <laughs> but, the, but, I mean, you know, right now, um, like Bill uh, went and caught up with a few um, golfers and um, cool. cross-country team, and he tried to get to a swimming swim team or tennis team. Awesome. Couldn't make it out yesterday, but, uh, you know, like, we're just, we're, you know, from here to the beginning of the first football, uh, first fall sports contests, you know, we're, we're going to be trying to do some previews type stuff that we normally would do for football. We're going to go all out, I think. Uh, nice. As much as a two-person department <laughs> yeah. can go all out. Well, you're, you're doing a great job. Ryan, we appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you. Take care. It is 4.53. Time to go to Culver's West on Wabash and uh, get curbside pickup. 726-7991. 726-7991. Culver's. Thanks again to Ryan Mahan from the SJR stopping by there. Some interesting thoughts, and I, I tend to agree with him as far as the Big Ten goes. Lots to unpack today. No shortage of things. Oh, oh, the sweet sounds of Trini Lopez. Gone too soon. <laughs> At age 83. After losing a fight with COVID. Uh, speaking of COVID, just came in Sangamon County. Uh, highest daily total coming in. We'll have more of that in the news, I'm sure. Top of the hour. Joe Biden picks Kamala Harris. Big Ten and Pac-12 cancel the fall sports seasons. So there's, you know, some things going on. But most importantly, poor Trini. From the Fly SPI Studios. Take these. Unchain my heart. Baby, set me free. Unchain my heart. Cause you don't care about me. There we go. There you go. You're so, you're so broken up, you can't even speak. It's a nonstop uh, tribute to Trini. Trini tip tribute. Right. I couldn't say it. It's a Trini butte. <laughs> even better. Trini butte. We're having a Trini butte today. <laughs> the Trini Lopez. Because you know what? Have you seen that on the news? No, I have not seen it yet. We've got the major networks on over our shoulder here. They haven't broken. I've, I've, I've seen the like, com- uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris, blah, blah, blah. Big Ten not playing football. Pac-12, nothing. Nothing about Trini Lopez. Passing that. away to age 83. Welcome. It's Mike and Molson filling in for Jim Leach. Sorry about that. On News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. 629-7970 is how you reach us. Weigh in on this one. All right. Weddings haven't really gone as planned this summer for a lot of people. They've yeah. had to either move them or, you know, down downsize them and this, that, and the other thing. But here's a doozy of a humdinger. <laughs> <laughs> this one right <laughs> this one right here may take the cake. Hey oh all uh, of a sudden Mike is from nineteen thirty. <laughs> exactly. A doozy of a humdinger. Here here is from Reddit's forum. <clears throat> My fiance Nicole and I had chosen our wedding date, booked the venue, and notified the immediate members of the family of the date and the pending save the date mailings. Nicole's cousin, that's the fiance's cousin, uh, Amber, found out that we had announced the date and called Nicole upset that we had booked a wedding on her wedding date. We were confused because Amber and her boyfriend weren't even engaged, but she and her boyfriend claimed that they knew that was the date they were getting married. All right, so you're following so far? So this guy and his wife send out to save the dates to the immediate family. Yeah. All of a sudden, Cousin Amber calls in and says, What are you doing? You're upstaging me. 
But they had no idea Amber and her boyfriend were even going to get married, but they said, hey, that was a date we were going to choose. All oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they were going to do a courthouse wedding with their families, then wanted to come to our wedding. So they said, "All right, well, here's here's the thing. You may have taken our date, but let, let let's here's the olive branch. You have your wedding. We're gonna go to the courthouse, get married. But afterwards, we're gonna come over to your wedding reception. Oh, they want to double up on the wedding reception. Well, here's the thing. The the groom to be is apparently suspicious of Amber's intention. Says he believes, quote." They're trying to get a free reception out of me and my fiance. Yeah, that sounds like uh, what's happening to me. He says his fiance is now upset with him because he told her cousin that she and her boyfriend won't be allowed at their wedding if they decided to get married on the same day. Wow. So what he's saying is, you're welcome to come, but don't be coming in with your <laughs> with your bouquet and everything else <sighs> to try to piggyback on our reception. Now his wife-to-be is upset, saying, well, you can't ban my cousin Good to come Lord. into the wedding if they get married. Why are weddings so hard? It's supposed to be a lovely day. Yes. So 629-7970, how would you handle that situation? I don't know. I don't know if I would ban them, but I'd be like, hey, listen, I appreciate you're also getting married to the courthouse, but this is our wedding reception. Yeah. You're more than welcome, and if you want... See, but they can't. You you can't. You can't come in a wedding dress or wedding gown. Yeah, you so can't have a, two women walking around in a wedding, wedding dress. Gown. That's going to look weird. <laughs> you can't have your own first dance. You mm-hmm. can't cut into our cake. How many bouquets can you throw? Right. So six two nine seven nine seventy. How would you handle this situation? And what size of the argument do you kind of fall on? I tend to agree with the wife to be that he shouldn't have just unilaterally said, "If you're getting married this day at the courthouse, you can't come to the reception." Right. I think he's kind of gone a little too far in that situation. But at the same token, I understand where he's going, where it's like, you you didn't send out a save the date. Conveniently, after we send it all out, you go, well, that was going to be our yeah. wedding Like day. they're supposed to be mind readers. Yeah. I just don't, I, to your point, why are weddings so hard sometimes? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, it's a bit, well, first of all, it doesn't really feel like they're making a big to-do about their wedding if they're just going to the courthouse. True. Uh, and doing it that way. And that, but then saying that's pretty sterile. Yeah, but then saying, well, then we're going to come to your wedding. I don't. It seems kind of fishy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know for certain they have ulterior motives, but it seems awfully fishy to me that you would say, oh, that was going to be. We got your save the date card. How dare you? But here's the olive branch. We'll just go to the courthouse like we're planning on doing, and then we'll come to your wedding reception. I like hear from people who have been to a wedding in the last six months. Yeah, what's that like? Um, or have you had to push back your wedding? Mm-hmm. Because I am scheduled to be an officiant for a oh, wedding. You're going to brag now. Yeah, this will be my third, third, wow. third wedding I've done. Uh, I'm scheduled to be the officiant at a wedding over Labor Day weekend here in town. Wedding's still on. Got mm-hmm. to save the date card, but I'm going to be interested to see what that looks like, and what kind of concessions they had to make yeah. in this situation. And so, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of weird that probably been so many people that have had to kind of push back or try to reconfigure things. But I, I would like to maybe hear a story of did you ever ban someone from coming to the wedding? Yeah, because no that's what this guy has unilaterally done. And I don't know if I agree. I don't know if the penalty for Amber for what she did is worth that. There's always something. There's always some family thing. You know, somebody still has a grudge about something, uh, and they both end up at the same place at the same time. Uh, They probably had, you know, they've been mad for decades. Um, And it's just like, it it seems like it's almost inevitable at weddings that something like that happens. I had the opposite actually happen at our wedding. 
we invited two people who had beef with each other. They were friends, had fallen out of favor, uh, had some beef with each other, but came to our wedding reception and left better friends. They mended, they, they mended the fences. So there's that. It doesn't always end up bad. That's the, that's the magic of the Windmucker. Uh... Schultz wedding, yeah. yeah. Exactly. By the way, when <laughs> at one point, I can't, I can't remember where it was, but they, they asked like last names, like we're filling out some form or something. And they were like, all right, Schultz Winmacher. And I'm like, that is Germany's favorite cop duo, <laughs> is Schultz, Schultz Winmacher. That's that's the next sitcom. Sweetheart, we have to get home. The Schultz Winmacher is on. <laughs> it's I, I it's to be continued from last week. It's like America's heart to heart, but it's Schultz Winmacher. Look at them. <laughs> Solving the crimes and everything else they're doing. It's so much fun. So, yeah. I don't How know. do they get out of it this time, I wonder? Yeah, with the Schultz Winmacher. So, yeah. So, 629 if you had to push back a wedding or, or where you fall in this goofed up story, because yeah, it just seems fishy. I mean, yeah. it, it may be, it may just be innocuous. They may just be like, "Hey, that just was the day we had planned to go to the courthouse anyway." But didn't tell anybody. I know I'm projecting, but I just I feel like these people are kind of decatur people. Oh, they're very decatury. Everybody. Yeah. I think everybody. Yeah. To to, to piggyback on someone's wedding reception and, go, and whatever you want to call those people, you know, some say white trash. Uh, but I'm not going to say that because that's mean. No, I'm that just going to call them Decatur people. <laughs> Decaturans. You're acting like a Decatur people right now. Exactly. With your own jumping on someone else's, <laughs> getting a free wedding reception. That's very Decaturan of you. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to be relevant. I want to be relevant too, How's my guys? hair, Mike? <laughs> Making jokes about my hair, Mike? <laughs> You're the kind of guy that would do that kind of thing, Mike. Mike. Not going to call you speaker. going to call you Mike. One moment, please. Our Trini Butte continues. I love that. Dicen que por las noches, no más se liven puro llorar. It started out, it was kind of funny to play Trini, but I'm starting to like him. I am too. This is this is kind of one of those, on a Friday, you, your wife comes home or something and you got this playing in the background? Oh yeah, she's going to kiss you. Oh yeah, she is. Pretty butte for you too. Ooh, that's good stuff. I miss Trini already. I do too. I just learned about Trini today, but I miss him already. That's a shame. Yeah. 629-7970. That is the listener contact line. Uh, we just got news from the newsroom. The uh, thing, shocking. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's where it all comes from. Yeah. Um, and the thing that I kind of suspected, and you just have to be ready for this, is there's a there's a the discussion now at Springfield 186 of maybe just starting the school year totally remotely. Yeah, because we get uh, the one day highest total in Sangamon County for positive cases today, and so now a special school board meeting is set for Thursday to vote on a resolution to start fully remote. And that's what a lot of the, I think a lot of the teachers and a lot of some of the unions uh, representing teachers in Illinois are saying, hey, instead of trying to put people in harm's way to start out, let's try fully remote to start and see what happens. I mean, if you haven't picked up on it since March, don't get married to anything right now. Correct. Because it's probably going to change. Yes. And, you know, we we, we did the thing. We registered my daughter and got her ready for uh, for school and everything, and she was going to do the hybrid, which was fine with us. Um, but it was one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to assume that that's what it is. Something is probably going to happen again. They're going to vote on that. It hasn't, mm-hmm. it hasn't officially changed yet. And it was a slimmest of margin in the first place, right? To Correct. get to the to kind of the hybrid where they're at. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see. And I, I, here's the thing. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't have kids, but I can understand 
you know, the the spring towards the end when they called mm-hmm. it off was challenging, mm-hmm. right? But we were all dealing with kind of working with home or working from home at that point. But now as a, as a parent, you kind of want to know. I understand yeah. they push back and they're trying to give themselves a little bit of lead up and everything else, but it's going to be a fluid situation. So you well, can't marry yourself to a certain thing right now. And it's difficult because of the ripple effect. You know, yes. parents have to go to work. Correct. And, uh, and they kind of expected the kids would be in school. And there's also, you know, I, and I truly, I can make a compelling argument for both directions of get them back in school. Or don't be in school at all. Uh, I just I, I think there are uh, ramifications of them not being around and, and socializing and, uh, you know, just anxieties and depressions. And uh, I think that's a very legitimate concern. At the same time, it's like, look what happened in Georgia and how quickly that thing yes. turned around. Oh, yeah. There was what? It's, nine? it's going to happen. Yeah. It's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. And do you do you run that risk early on right away mm-hmm. or do you buy yourself some time with remote learning to start? And then try to put in different protocols and maybe better yeah. contact tracing and everything else to inevitably come back in. Or do you kind of do you wait for the numbers in Sangamon County to kind of go down where you have a few days or a couple of weeks mm-hmm. in a row where you're in single digits like we were at one point early on in this thing and say, OK, we feel like it's a little safer. Now we start to assimilate back in and kind of do that hybrid thing. Instead of starting with that and then having to fall back on the remote. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at school board meeting on Thursday and how contentious it gets, too. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right about that. It is, it is going to be another uh, big deal. And, you know, no matter what they decide, um, obviously, if they decide that it's remote learning, but regardless, all it's going to take is for a teacher to get sick and the whole uh, yeah, equation changes again. Yeah, it's, it becomes goof. Um, so that's where they stand right now. Granada, tierra soñada por mí. Ooh, yeah. Mi cantar se vuelve gitano cuando es para I like that guitar, ti. man. It's like straight out of Desperado. Mi yeah, that one went right to the heart. Boom. Oh, our Trini Butte continues. Mi cantar, flor de if you're missing some of the biggest news of the day, Trini Lopez has passed away at the age of yes. 83. And Kamala Harris is Joe Biden's vice president uh, pick. And uh, Big Ten and Pac-12 have decided that they are not going to have fall sports. The Springfield School Board. Listen to that note he's holding. God! That was amazing. That was very good. Ooh. Nice. A little change of pace. <laughs> i got to buy his greatest <laughs> hits like now. a lot. I do, too. Yeah. we got a special school board meeting on Thursday, and we also have our highest amount of one-day total of COVID cases, so... COVID. Every, everything sounds better with this in the background. Yes, Tony makes everything better. <laughs> it really does. There's no there's no Big Ten football this fall. Well, uh, oh, but I, I still want to dance for some reason. Trini Buttes. 629-7970. This is an interesting question. You can sometimes find these at Ask Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I found this earlier just kind of seeing what we talk about today on the show before all this other news hit. But right. the question was asked. Back when Trini was still alive. <laughs> oh, back before the world was shook by the loss of Trini Lopez. <laughs> what was the last show Trini, Trini did? Man, he's got some jams. This is, this is a good song. I like this song. So I'm sorry. The question anyway, then we found it right. The question was, 
what is something you wish you had started doing earlier in life? Mm. 629-7970. So, for example, I didn't start playing hockey till like five years ago. I'm 38 years old when I started playing hockey. Kind of wish now that I play it, then I enjoy it so much. Kind of mm-hmm. wish I started that a little earlier in my life than at 38. Yeah. So the kind of stuff like that, 629-7970. What's something you wish you had started doing earlier in your life? Uh, you know, I, and I, I still don't, but I never learned to play an instrument of any, any kind. There's still time. I know. There's still time. But I should have started sooner. That's true. You haven't started yet, but it's something you wish you would have started earlier. I would have started that sooner. Another thing for me, which is weird to say, is I wish I would have varied the cuisine I'm willing to eat Mm. earlier in my life. Because I feel looking back now. That I denied myself a lot when I was younger because I was so picky. It was like, I'm just going to eat a burger everywhere I go. And I missed on a whole world of cuisine out there. I mean, yeah. I'm making up for lost time now, but I wish I would have been a little less picky in my in my younger days. I, I should have started going to therapy sooner. <laughs> That's I probably not going to wait until... To get all my problems out. Yeah. Maybe it would have been a little bit better with the ladies. A little fewer problems. That's true, too. There's a lot, there's a lot to unpack when you start off with somebody like that. Hi, you're on WMAY. How about saving for retirement? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a very I, that's another the thing. Magic I wish of done. compound interest. Yes, exactly. It, but here's the thing: when you're younger, you don't think about those days. You don't think about you go. Well, this night out on the town is really going to cost me my savings going forward. And we all went through that exercise of the magic of compound interest. It's ridiculous uh, what happens over time when you put something in savings. Uh, but we don't. We never pay attention. So you know it logically. But you're like, but I want, but I want to go out. I need yeah. to. I need to go hang out with my friends. I don't need compound interest years from now. Hello, you're on WMAY. Well, that's pretty easy. When nowadays, quit drinking. I quit once for eight years. Picked back up for about another sixteen. I would have had a lot more money to compound my interest on. <laughs> I had my several thousand dollar twelve packs. So what made you decide to stop? Uh, a new little daughter. Oh, oh. I thought I had an old man that wouldn't quit for me, and that's what did it for me. Oh, man, good for you. Yeah, good for you. Appreciate Congrats that. on that. Yeah, there'd be some who said they oh, wish God, they... I'm so glad that that was an uplifting answer. <laughs> yes, I, as soon not... as I asked the question. <laughs> I thought for a second, I was like, uh-oh. I thought, what you open I Pandora... this... yeah. <laughs> You opened Pandora's box, possibly. I th- I, yeah, I, I just, I, I realized as, as the words were coming out of my mouth that that could have been a really sad answer i had too many would have brought us down i had too many friends went the way of trini lopez <laughs> that's what made me stop drinking <laughs> but yeah six two nine seven nine seventy what are some what, what's something you wish you started doing earlier in your life mm. like like i said for me i wish i started playing high i wish i would have had uh, a, a wider array of cuisines i was willing to try as a younger person you know and it, it, i was weird that's all i'm gonna end it right there <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I was eight. Are, doing, are you doing an improv thing? <laughs> yes, and <laughs> no, that was a period. Okay, um, I was atypical in that I started working professionally straight out of high school. Okay, and so that time that people screw off and try to find and, themselves, and drink and party, and 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 you get never had that. had sex and all the other stuff. I never did any of those things, and so. I just I, it's like I missed that whole Hulk. phase that a lot of people went through and I think I I think I wish I would have You went from kid to adult without yeah. that interim of 
dipping your toe in adulthood by mm-hmm. going away to college and pseudo living on your own. Yes. You miss that whole Basically, thing. Basically, I'm saying I wish I had more sex with more different people. <laughs> I wish I would have started that earlier. I could have covered more bases. If I started earlier, more sex with more different people (laughs) is the convoluted sense. Regrets, I've had a few. (laughs) Hi, you're on WMAY. Meeting my wife. You wish you would have met her sooner? Yeah. That's a very sweet answer. When did you meet her? 20 years ago, but she passed away. Oh. Dang it. I knew something like that was going to happen. Darn it. We, 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 that was a sweet answer, and we made it. Oh, mm. I'm sorry. No, we didn't we, do anything. It <laughs> broke bad on us there. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't really know how to do anything, so it's hard for me to answer this question. I kind of wish I would also, uh, and we're talking about things you wish you started doing earlier in life, 6297970. I wish I would have had the guts to maybe take on do-it-yourself projects earlier in my life. Because I, I missed out on the sense of accomplishment for the right. longest time. Like, things would break, and I'd be like, well, I'm just going to go buy a new one. Oh, yeah. And it never would have got to the point where on Sunday when I when I put the new garbage disposal in. I would yeah. never feel that satisfaction. My yes, and I and I never I never actually got to that point either. And but I remember growing up. I mean, I can I can picture my dad right now. He was always in the garage or always in the basement or something with a cigarette hanging out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> uh, you know, so he's, he's doing the thing where he's he, you're, he's able to puff inhale oh, and exhale. Oh, you know, oh, without without, without oh man, that, without that fingers. Is, yeah, yeah, that that's because he he was busy you know wrenching doing other and, stuff. Uh, I don't know if your dad was like this, but um, he had this amazing ability to. Look at a nut and say, hand me the three-quarter wrench. No, yeah, no. I mean, because you know how you do that. He's like, oh, too small. Oop, that one's too big. Oop, da, 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 right. Da, 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 get the other one. But he um, knew right away. And he would just he would just see it. No. And he would say, that's an 816th or whatever the numbers are. My dad would have no idea. Yeah. My dad was so – the only thing my dad was handy at is uh, putting putty into the hole he punched into a wall about something. <laughs> Like he punched, well, at least he took responsibility and cleaned <laughs> he, he it, pun- it He punched the hole in the wall once, and the other one was he got so upset that he threw open the door to the garage because he was going to drive off because he was so mad about something. I don't know what it was. He put a hole in the wall. He tried to putty it. He used the wrong color. Oh. So my mom then had to buy like a doorstop that was a teddy bear to put over it. That was a constant <laughs> reminder to my dad that he had put a hole in the wall there. <laughs> It was a little passive aggressive. <laughs> a little. <laughs> so I'm, uh, yeah. So that I don't know. Maybe earlier in life, realizing uh, my parents may have had problems, and yeah. I shouldn't have forced them to stay together just for me. Right. And my sister. Yeah, you, you would have been the one carrying your dad out of a store. <laughs> right, like exactly. You I would have. I, I totally would have. Um, yeah. And back on the back on the fix it thing that my dad was so good at, uh, and probably still is. Um, I think that intimidated me so much that he could just eyeball. A nut. Can I say that on the radio? He, my dad eyeballed a nut. And knew exactly what size it was. And would be able to get the right tool for that nut. He would eyeball the nut, see the size, be like, oh, this is the tool I need for it. Um, and he could. He could just like pick up a ratchet and it would be right. And I think I just went, you know what, I'll never get to that stage in life. Here's, yeah, here's the thing that with ratchets. <laughs> yes. I... I still don't know how to set them I right. Know. I know there's one way you, you one way to go one way one and I still there's sometimes I'm just like I don't I don't know. That's another thing that, that yeah. handy people seem to know is, what, is how to turn that thing. <laughs> what what age were you when you realized there's different types of screw screwdrivers? Like I just when my dad would say give me a screwdriver, I would just immediately go to the flathead cuz I didn't know there was other ones. Yeah. And they'd be like no, dummy, the Phillips head. What? 
There's a different type of screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, there's Phillips um, head screw and like the things I've learned from my father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a very much do-it-yourself type of DIY guy. That's where I've kind of had the guts to and the gumption to kind of go, okay, maybe I'll try these things too. Mm-hmm. But the amount of tools and stuff that he has where I go, I don't know, needle nose pliers? What the <laughs> hell is that? Whoever needs a needle nose plier? What yeah. is that good for? Man, you know what? Yeah. I'm... I wish so. I wish I would have you know, learned earlier in life what all these tools were for, and I could have been a little bit more do it yourself. Yeah, and I'm always, I'm always both impressed and a little envious, but I don't know why because I'm not interested in doing it anyway. But there are those guys that just have all of the tools. Yeah, and they have the knack, and they know exactly for, what... for the craziest things that never ever come up. But the something, but when they're in that situation, oh, I've got one of those out in the garage. First time you ever try to hang something in your new home, and they go, "Well, you need a stud finder and a level for that." Right. And you go, "What?" And of course, then you have to make the joke when you have to stud finder. Look, it found me. <laughs> um, yeah, I still don't hang pictures right. The level thing, uh, I'm just like, yeah. what? Yeah, it's like all the things. I was like, "Don't I just nail it?" And look? No, no, no. I try to do that. And no, no, you don't just nail it. I'm like, well, I'm just hanging up. That's not how you do that. Well, I'm just going to tack it in the wall instead. No, you got to find the stud finder and the level. I'm really good at, um, I don't even know the name of it now. I'm, I'm totally blanking on the name. What are those things uh, with a screw that you put in the wall and they and they expand? You know, oh, when you yeah. screw the thing and it expands. <laughs> After you eyeball the nut? Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't. I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah. I don't know the exact name of it. Anchors. 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 Yeah. Wow. yeah, all anchors. You know how <laughs> difficult to word that exactly. is. Exactly. The wall anchors. Yeah. I've gotten really good at wall anchors. Is what I wanted okay. to say. <laughs> but, the, but, but instead, I did the the screw that spreads things. <laughs> <laughs> this has been talk. This has been let's talk shop with Mike and yeah. Johnny. Good grief. <laughs> Bonitos ojos tienes debajo de esas dos cejas, debajo de esas dos cejas. Such a sad day. Good. Trini Butte continues. Trini Lopez. Dead at 83. Godspeed. He'll be lying in state in the rotunda in the United States Capitol. Yes, he will. And, that, and that's that should be the biggest news of the day, but you've been overshadowed. Yeah, nobody's talking about it. No, except right here. And you're home for Grumbletonians and Trini Buttes. But no, WMAY. The liberal media is talking about <laughs> Kamala Harris and the Big Ten and the Pac-12 and the Pritzker <laughs> stuff and the J Car and everything else going on. Uh finally today. Up in Canada, they're, they are serious about the mask thing up there. Oh, big time, yeah. Um, and they have issued 202 fines for people breaching restrictions just in the past 24 hours. Holy cow. Uh, including a man who said uh, the reason he wasn't home was because uh, he had a friend uh, was visiting, practicing his DJ skills, so he didn't, uh, okay. didn't want to be home. Uh, All right. The total, 33 people were penalized for failing to wear a, f- a face covering. Eight people were caught at vehicle checkpoints. And seventy for breaching curfew oh. in metropolitan Melbourne. Okay. Uh, in one instance, police said they found a man sitting in his car, in a car park. That's what they call him up there. Yep. Uh, you know, in the car park, just sitting there, minding my own business. More than five kilometers from his home at about seven thirty on Sunday, 
When asked why he was there, he told police that his housemate's intimate partner was over. <laughs> intimate and the, partner. And the couple was being too loud in the bedroom, so he left the house to get some peace and quiet. But so he just drove away. He just didn't, but he didn't bring his mask with him. Oh, you got to have the mask, man. So he was out there in public all There's noth- co- coveting up the place. There's nothing more awkward in the world than when your roommate yeah. is in the midst of the hibbity-dibbity. And you just got to, you're just trying to turn him. I'm trying to, I'm trying to watch Mr. Belvedere over here. Yeah. Or even when you're in a hotel or something. Oh, yeah. There's always something ridiculous. And hotel sex is weird anyway. Yeah, because people feel like the walls, they're like, I'm never going to see these people, so I yeah. can do whatever freaky stuff I don't do at home. That's, that's, it does. That's like where the weird stuff happens. It is. All right, we'll be back tomorrow as we fill in for Jim Leach. We final leave, day. Yep, we leave you with the dulcet tones of Trini Lopez. Godspeed, Trini. From the Fly SPI studio.